sistema starts without a cage. You don't yeah. have to lose a cage because you are not in a cage. You are free. Mm. You just have to understand what can you do when you are free. This is Glenn Murphy with NC Sistema, and this is Sistema for Life. So, Brazo Barena, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. No, thank you, Glenn. Thank you for having me here. So to kick off, um, can you tell us a little about how did you find Sistema um, and what prompted you to start training? Uh, it was around 2005. I was living in, in Miami. I was an Aikido instructor. And uh, it happened that a student came to the class and he happened to train Sistema. But there was no Sistema uh, in Miami at that time. No, not that I know of. Uh, uh, he didn't know either, so he, he wanted to try Aikido, considering it's close to the closest thing maybe related to, to Sistema for sure. somebody who is outside the Sistema you know, community. Yeah. Uh, he was studying for, with me for a couple of months, and in that time he talked to me about Sistema. But I, I really didn't care because I was an Aikido instructor and Aikido was the best and blah, blah, you know. <laughs> How long did you study Aikido for? Oh. Uh, like more than 15 years. Oh, okay. Oh, me too. So I studied in Japan, <laughs> 15 years, all that. So similar path, but sorry to interrupt. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really didn't care, but okay, I just listened. And uh, looking in the, in the web for Aikido videos, uh, uh, it happened to appear... Uh, a video saying it was Aikido. It happened to be a Vladimir demo in a, in an Aikido in Aikido journal, mm. and I didn't like it anything. I, I I really thought this is so bad. This is even worse than Aikido. Okay. <laughs> it looks worse. <laughs> it, it looks it looks worse than than what Aikido looks. Okay, from from a and, functional. You mean functionally, it, for, it looks strange? For what I could see, for oh. what I could see on the video, I didn't like it. Okay. And it happened to Vladimir. I didn't know. It was Vladimir. Okay, this guy is not doing Aikido. What is this video doing in an Aikido website? Ah, okay, Web I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, I was always looking, and he was talking me, you know, the student who was talking about Aikido, and when I was, every time that I was looking for Aikido videos, every now and then, Sistema mm. videos appear. And I saw Ryapko also, yeah. in the strikes. Yeah. And I thought, uh, this, this would be nice. I don't know how real it is, but this would be nice. You know, I was thinking, I, I wasn't interested in, in Sistema. I didn't know at that time that that was Sistema. Yes, well, sure. seems not. Yeah. And as I was watching more videos then i began to see things hmm. well this is doesn't look good but this is you know this is okay i mean okay this is right yeah okay this too this uh, and as as much videos I, I i was watching i understood that uh, okay this is something serious i don't understand <laughs> but yeah. this is yeah sure and as uh, this guy started to teaching me uh, and he he didn't like it I, I kid over much he as I told you he was like one two months and he left hmm. but he opened a, a, a group of of sistema Wait, and where was this 
in Miami. In Miami. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. In Miami. He opened a Ruby system and I, and I started training with him. Yeah. And, but I still, uh, I was an Aikido instructor. You know, Aikido was my main, this was just something that interested me. Sure. And I kept training until I came back to my country. And when I came here in 2007, uh, I started training here in, in my house with a friend. There was no system in Peru. Yeah. And so we started bringing instructors first from Brazil, came uh, Nelson Wagner. Yeah. And at that time, then I decided no more Aikido, I'm just Sistema. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we started bringing uh, instructors from uh, Maxime France, yeah. uh, Frank Arias. Yeah. And, you know, we, every time we could bring them, to train here in Peru, we, we started bringing them here, and hmm. that's how uh, Sistema started here in Peru. And where uh, about, whereabouts in Peru? Is it in the, the capital or where? Yeah, in Lima, Lima, in Peru, Lima. the capital. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's how I entered the Sistema world and how Sistema came to be here in Peru. That's great. So you were kind of the the spearhead of of Sistema in the in Peru. Yeah, me and my friend Sandro Ailing, which is also uh, an instructor here, so yeah. we, we we both initiated this thing here together. Great, fantastic! So that's something to be very proud of to start a whole system, <laughs> start a whole movement. <laughs> why, why, why did I choose Sistema? Because uh, I actually, when I was training Aikido, hmm. uh, all those years, even though I like it the most, I did, I always thought it wasn't complete. I, I something was missing, right? Hmm. Something was missing. So I trained Aikido. I trained while training Aikido in all those 15 more years. I also trained Muay Thai. Hmm. I also did some uh, um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was younger, I did Karate, I did Taekwondo. Sure. But uh, what I what I found is that every martial art has a, a, its own structure. Yeah. And the, the, their te techniques work as long as they keep their structure. Sure. Their body structure, how they how they use the body. So it happened that uh, you couldn't mix the, the, the different martial arts in a comprehensive way. I mean, mm. okay, when you're going to fight standing and you're going to punch and kick, you use... Uh, the Mutai stance, right? Yeah. When you go to ground, now you have to lose that stance and go to the BJJ style. Sure. And if you wanna throw people, then you have to have the the, the movement and the stance like Aikido. And you know, you sure. have to you have to have very structured uh, stances, positions, mm. depending on what the situation is. Sure. And what happened with this tema is that as it has not uh, a basic stance, a form, hmm. uh, you can use your your art in every situation yeah. without need, the need of, of a stance. It's just a natural posture that will help you develop in, in the situation. Yeah, I've heard... Um... Vladimir and Michael talk about this before how um, 
many people try to kind of fill in the gaps, right? Something like this. Yeah. Like, it's very common if you do Aikido to think, wow, if somebody got me on the ground, this Aikido doesn't offer me very much. Right? <laughs> so I need something oh. like BJJ or Sambo or something to, to move on the ground. And, and, and maybe if somebody's very good at kickboxing, you know, I need some more skills to uh, shield kicks or to deflect weapons or something else like that. And, and they try to fill in the gaps. And I guess um, MMA, you know, and UFC is kind of fighters now have more of an idea that that's what they're doing, right? Most MMA guys train uh, boxing, they train some Muay Thai, they train Jiu-Jitsu and yeah. maybe some wrestling for the middle too. And the idea is to fill in the gaps. But I once had it explained that um, it, that's okay as long as you... But it's like playing uh, rock, paper, scissors, right? If both people are going rock, rock, paper, paper. Right. But if somebody changes the game faster than the other one, if one person decides he's going to wrestle when you're striking, sometimes it can work out better for the striker, sometimes better for the wrestler. And and critically, it's there's a there's a time lag, right? When you switch from jujitsu mode to striking mode, right. there's there's a yeah. little brain lag, and if you're yeah. if you're skilled, you can slip into that gap. And you, I do actually see now in modern MMA, you can see sometimes people yes, slip into those gaps. Right? Yeah, if sure. You go, change from the the way one martial art structure his techniques yeah. to another way. I mean, yeah, it's like it's like uh, Frankenstein. Sure. <laughs> Bits glued you together. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the scars. I mean, yes, he's a person. He can walk, but you yeah. can see the scars. That, that was what happened. And when I started training Sistema, hmm. uh, you didn't see scars because it's just one entire thing sure. that pounds everything in yeah. a non-specific structure. So, so you can fit anything there. So, so is that what took you ultimately from Aikido rather than keep training Aikido and Sistema at the same time for many years? You just found completeness in Sistema? So there was... Yes, felt... yes because I felt much uh, comfortable hmm. with Sistema. When I was starting, obviously, I felt much more comfortable with Aikido because I was doing it for so long. Sure. When I became more comfortable with Sistema, then I decided, no, I mean... You can compare. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Do you think, and this is a tricky question, but do you think um, Sistema is incompatible with training other arts? Let's say if somebody has been training Aikido for many years and they want to keep training, will it help improve their Aikido or will it just make both arts worse if they keep training? I think they will improve their Aikido because they are going to do it less Aikido. Mm. Okay. And if you train other martial arts, you can improve your Sistema because you can incorporate different aspects of other martial arts mm -hmm. because Sistema can absorb that because there's no specific form. Sure. So you just grab what is more comfortable for you and it's going to happen. Sure. It's opportunism. <laughs> yeah, my, I was so, talking to, sorry, I was talking to um, Martin Wheeler. Uh, last week, and I guess on the podcast, and it's one before, and he was talking about the, some of the value of uh, continuing to sometimes train with other arts is what he calls the Top Gun effect. You know that you fly other people's fighter jets, you fly the enemy's fighter jets, so that you know at least what they can throw at you, right? So at the very least, even if you want to train Sistema, you should have an idea of what it is that other people are doing. So, so you're not surprised when somebody throws a really good Muay Thai round kick yeah. or, or throws a really good, you know, a good uh, BJJ choke. You, ha you have to know how good they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a very good reason for training other martial arts hmm. and as to know what they are doing and be prepared for them. Hmm. 
mm. that what can other martial arts do for your sistema? Mm. Uh, I mean, you can take aspects from other martial arts and incorporate them into your sistema because sistema is like a, a shelf that can, you can put anything there sure. <laughs> as long as it's comfortable for you. Right. Yeah. So you're not forcing a square peg yeah. into a round hole. No. If you think comfortable doing that, because finally it's how your body works. If your body works well doing something, yes, yeah. do it. Right. So, so what's the current state of Sistema in uh, South America, in Latin America? Is it very widespread or is it still kind of a small niche thing? No. Uh, it, it's, in general, it's small. It's not very, very much uh, known. It's small. Hmm. Not very good understood, you know. Uh, still people look at it like you know they, they don't like it much they don't consider it is affected up and what every every what everything I mean what what happens when you only uh, judge based on videos right sure when you don't go try yeah uh, I know that in Argentina they have uh, a group that is growing very fast mm. uh, the those who is an instructor in Argentina. Hmm. He was here uh, last weekend doing a seminar here in Peru. Hmm. Uh, in Brazil, Nelson Wagner also, I, uh, I think, I know that he has a, a good group and sure. he's developed very well. Here in Peru, uh, uh, Sandro Reglin, who is my friend, he's an instructor, he has his, his school, I have my school, hmm. uh, and we're doing the best we can. <laughs> sure. Here is harder. Here is harder. I don't know why. Maybe it's because the way we think. <laughs> mm -hmm. But we're we're trying. Sure. Well, it seems to me you're doing very well. And in some ways, I think it's hard. It's hard everywhere. You know. So when you if you're competing with other martial arts which are well established and very well known, it's uh, you have to show that you're different and better than them, right? So it's 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 uh, it's sometimes it's it sells itself when people actually come to the class, I think. But as you said, it's very hard to to understand what Sistema is just through watching a video, right? If you watch Taekwondo on a YouTube clip or something, it looks awesome, and you think. Wow, I'd love yeah. to do a backspinning kick and knock a cup off someone's head. <laughs> or, you know, some other arts are very visual and so they're very yes. easy to appreciate from video. But uh, yes, actually, uh, you, know, you wrote a great article um, a little while back, and I think it's on your uh, articles page on your on your blog, which I recommend to anybody in the podcast to have a look at. And I'll post the, the URL um, to that in the show notes so that people can check it out. And it was a great article that said, um, I saw a video. Uh, I saw a system of video. It doesn't work. <laughs> and you just yeah. talked about the problems with... Um, attempting to judge Sistema just from um, videos that you see online and, and the misconceptions that can come through. Can, can you talk a little bit about that? What prompted you to write that article? Yes, because it's actually my, my experience. I mean, uh, most people only have an opinion about Sistema for what they see on the videos. And when you... Uh, when you show a, a video on the internet and you have replies and they judge the, the effectiveness of Sistema mm -hmm. uh, just based on the on the video. I understand. I mean, the first time I saw video, I saw Vladimir. And Vladimir is, I mean, it's yeah. Vladimir. What can you say? And now that I see Vladimir and I and I see what he does, I mean, I, I it just blows my mind. Yeah. When I first saw him, I, when I first saw him, 
I wasn't impressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like it. I, I, I didn't see. And the mm-hmm. thing is, because Aikido, I mean, Sistema is not apparent. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the main reasons uh, of the main purposes of the training is not to be seen. Yeah. Not to be obvious that you are fighting, not to scare the attacker with your own aggressiveness. Mm. Because you're going to uh, prepare him for his defense because, okay, he can attack you, but if you show aggression, he's mm. also going to prepare his defenses. Sure, yeah. If he only sees you as a prey, he's going to be aggressive, but his defenses are going to be low. Mm-hmm. And you can defend much easier against somebody whose defenses are lower than somebody whose defenses are ready. Of course, mm. So, uh, yes, I think one one of the reasons uh, they have that opinion based on videos is because it's true. It looks looks very bad when you don't know what you're looking at. Yeah, I think that's that's the key thing, right? As um as something else that somebody has told me once that learning Sistema in a large part is about learning to see, right? Learning to see what you're actually looking for, and if you have right. if you can't see, I mean, but I think the same is true actually of of other arts at a high level too, because. I see people, you know, watching boxing matches or something and they say, oh, that guy just, you know, he's not that good. And, he, you know, he doesn't have that much knockout power. And then when they knock someone out, they'll say, oh, that was just lucky. And I'm looking at it like, are you ridiculous? You don't see what he's doing. You know, he's, he's masterful the way he's using his footwork. The guy had no chance at hitting him for most of the first three rounds, you know, so things like that. So I think there are levels. And even, you know, if you watch jujitsu or something. It can look really scrappy with two high-level guys, but if you know what you're looking for, you can appreciate that there's there's a lot of tension switching around, and they're they're playing cat and mouse, and there's there's right. opportunities there that the ordinary people can't even feel, right? And and yet people will say that too, like, oh, I would have totally armbarred that guy, you know? It's like, no, you wouldn't. No. <laughs> yes, you don't know what you're gonna do. You don't know he's gonna. Do. Yeah, I mean, I think in the end, every martial art should come to that point in which technique and form is, is worthless. I mean, hmm. great masters say, or saints, they said, when you, when you learn technique, then you forget the technique. Sure. But people don't understand that. Yeah. They think that they have to not, to forget what they learned. It's not to forget. It's just to lose the, the cage in which you are, which is the, the technique. Hmm. Sistema starts without a cage. You don't yeah. have to lose a cage because you are not in a cage. You are free. Hmm. You just have to understand what can you do when you're free. Yeah. Yeah, great. It's a great way of putting it. Oh, that is, uh, and, and in many ways, it represents a different approach, right? I think when you think about the, you know, if two people are fairly evenly matched and um, one person is attacking and the other person is trying to defend themselves or defend and counterattack, um, the way you're getting better, there's a few ways you can get better, right? One is you can just become bigger and stronger. So you right. lift weights, you get very strong, maybe take steroids, and then you're stronger than the other guy. And so it's just harder for him to hurt you, to bend your arm, to knock you out, do other things. Um, then another way is just to train over and over again until you get very, very fast. And your goal is to slip very, very quickly faster than the other guy. Sure. Eventually, you're going to get weaker because, you know, sure. age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's sustainable up to about the age of 30, 40. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think another problem with judging Sistema is because people who judge Sistema from the outside, they judge it uh, from the 
dueling point of view from the sporting point of view yeah. and they consider that self-defense is that it's like a duel mm. but self-defense dynamics and sports dynamics uh, or even even a bar fight yeah if it's a duel mm. it's not self-defense i mean if if i want to fight you and mm. you want to fight me mm. we want to we're going to crash because I'm going your way and you're going my way. Yeah. Right. So we want we want to fight, and that generates a, a dynamic, a, 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 some kind of dynamic. Yeah. In self-defense, you don't want to fight him. Mm. You just don't want him to do something to you. Mm. So he needs to go after you in, in somehow. Sure. Yeah. And that generates a totally different dynamic. Yeah. Of confrontation mm. that has nothing to do with with dueling. Dueling is, is different. You That's... you cannot judge sistema with a, a dueling mentality. Yeah, the mentality in self defense just accepting that I don't want to fight him. I don't want to show him that I'm going to do something to him. I don't want to be the, the 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 macho man here. Yeah, just I don't want you to hurt me. Sure. So you have to come to me. Mm. That generates a, a different dynamic in the confrontation. Yeah, it's interesting to, to make those comparisons, I think. And sometimes people shout that down when, when people say, oh, this is not, you know, why doesn't it look like MMA? Why are there no Sistema guys in UFC and things? And, and people say, well, because it's not uh, it's not a sport. It's a survival system and you have a different strategies. And people say, eh, well, it can be both. And I think it's true. It's fair to say that, you know, if you train very, very hard in a, a dueling martial art, it can make you more, you know, better able to defend yourself, but not necessarily sure. in all situations and not as adaptable and things like that. It, it will yeah. help you to adapt if the other guy yes. is playing by your and rules. I yes, I don't mean that, sure. for example, boxing or judo or jiu-jitsu or... Sure. Taekwondo, Mutai, whatever, yeah. doesn't help you in a self-defense situation. Yeah. Uh, ballet also helps you. Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think uh, a person, a girl or a man who trains ballet, ballet, you know ballet, the dance ballet? Yeah, ballet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. they can kick you in the face and, <laughs> yeah. and, and your head off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. The, the legs they have and the flexibility they have, they, yeah. they can kick you in the head. Sure, gymnasts but, too. Gymnasts yeah, are very gymnasts powerful. Too. Upper body is crazy. Yeah. But ballet and gym and gymnastics are not designed for self-defense. Sure. Yeah. They can give you some abilities that you can use in a self-defense situation. Yeah. Running the marathon also. You can use running for self-defense and run. Yeah. But it's not designed yeah. for self-defense. Boxing yeah. is not designed for self-defense. Yeah. Yeah, because it would not, it, it wouldn't be very smart to limit all your self-defense possibilities to yeah. punching yeah. with the fist and only with the front of the fist. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. No, you, you, I mean, yeah, it's understandable for a sport. Sure. But for self-defense, you cannot limit yourself to that two spots on the body that you can use to to yeah. defend yourself. Sure, and not now, to say you could be very effective with that, but let's say you start the now, fight, start the fight yeah, with broken but, knuckles. Yeah, it's very difficult. Sure. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but your training in boxing yeah. can be used in self-defense. Sure. Yes, you can. You can use your 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 punching, your fist, and the front of your fist, mm. and your elbow, and <laughs> sure. you, you only. Yeah. You have another weapon, but you only. But that doesn't mean that boxing is 
is designed for self-defense would be very limiting. Yeah, it's interesting uh, that mindset. Something's just occurred to me with um, I remember watching the early days of not to keep calling this back to UFC, but that's you know, MMA. That's usually the uh, the window that a lot of people outside of kind of a, a, a mixed martial art kind of will look at Sistema, I think, sometimes. And I remember the early days of UFC um, back when it was, you know, Hoist Gracie and it's kind of all different stylists playing and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think Dan Severin, he was a wrestler, right, who came in big guy, mm-hmm. big wrestler, and he was um, and he was beating a lot of the jiu-jitsu guys and the boxers just by just having this power to take them down and hold them down sideways and then knee them in the head on the ground. <laughs> and so they banned kneeing in the head when you're on the ground right so they took it because they're like it's boring that you could take the guy down oh. and then it's the same and, and i remember there was a, a fight between dan severin and i think hoist gracie and it was uh some way in and all that happened they started the match and dan severin was just like you could see his his mindset was survival i'm not going to lose the hoist gracie i'm not going to barrel in and like have him arm bar me and do all the things he's great at so all he did mm-hmm. was circle him for i think five rounds just jabbing at him and he wouldn't come in and and hoist gracie was just standing in the middle waiting for him to come and dan, and dan Severin wouldn't come in and the crowd started booing and they spent the whole round doing that and then another round and another round and then eventually they came together and kind of fumbled around and things like that and i can't remember the outcome i think it was like a points ending or maybe it was a maybe um hoist Gracie won it in the end. uh, Yeah, maybe he got it in the end. Eventually, they they tangled and landed up on the floor. But it was six rounds of, you know, him backing off. And from that point, they they introduced another rule that you have to be pressing forwards, right? You have to be seen to be pressing forwards. And that's an interesting thing because if you have that mindset, if you had Dan Severin's mindset or Hoist Gracie's mindset there, like I don't want to lose, it's more important to me that I don't lose than it is to me to show the judges that I'm trying to win. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Then it changes that changes the whole game, right? It changes the way you fight. And so, when you don't want to lose, you your primary focus is keeping your distance, your safety distance, not not to hurting him because for you to hurt him, you need to get close to him. Sure. Yeah. So he hurt you back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you want to survive, you just wanna keep your. If you if you can run away and you can leave the the place, you you go. Sure. But if you can't for whatever reason, because sometimes you can't. Yeah. Uh, your main focus is just to keep distance, a safe distance. Yeah. And his work is to break that that distance. Yeah. And and this is a, an interesting thing that I try with my students is that I I I make him. Uh, have a, a proper stance, a Muay Thai stance, or whatever stance they, they like. Yeah. And I tell them, okay, now catch me. Mm. And I just walk. Yeah. And I, they <laughs> try to walk faster, and I just... And they find out that they cannot catch me sure. unless they lose their stance. Sure. You can't shuffle step and catch up. As, as long as they yeah. keep their hands and their posture, and they look brave, and they look good, they look good. Yeah. And I just walk away, and they can catch me. Sure. <laughs> Finally, if they want to stop me, at least they have to reach with one hand. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and now they don't have the stance they wanted. Sure. They don't have this. So, no, you cannot fight with somebody who doesn't want to fight. Yeah. If you have stance, you can only fight with somebody who wants to fight you. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so this is a, an interesting kind of subset of of tr- expecting one thing from Sistema and then seeing another, and this kind of brings me on to another article that you wrote, um, which I think um, Vladimir and Sistema HQs sent out to everybody, and I really enjoyed it a little while back, and that was um, what to expect from training Sistema like, to come along. And you made the point in there that 
two two types of people tend to come to Sistema, at least if they're looking for a Sistema as a martial art, right? Some people just wander in, they're like, what's this thing? And to, to my mind, some those people are always pleasantly surprised. They're like, wow, this is completely more than I thought it would be. And it's not just yoga or it's not just breathing. It's a, a whole martial art and things. But when people come from other martial arts, often they have one of two mindsets. And one is that they want to learn like a series of savage techniques so that they can be invincible because their techniques are more savage and more dirty tricks than anybody else knows, right? And the second type of the kind of mind, body, energy, I want to subdue any attacker without using any effort or causing any pain. And I also want yeah. to be invincible, but I don't want to yeah, put any effort in and I don't, want to, I don't want to experience yeah. discomfort or pain as well like that way. In the back of their head, yeah, I want to be invincible too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, said, and you made the point in the article, I thought it was great. You said both of them want to be invincible and they're both wrong. Uh, can you can you expand on that? Why they why they're both wrong? In... Uh, because nobody nobody's invincible, <laughs> for yeah, one. Simple answer. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't matter what you do. I mean, no no martial art makes you invincible. Right. Uh, any martial art and, and system in this case, it yet gives you abilities, sure. abilities that you can use in some situation. But the other person or persons also have their abilities. Yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you can do the best you can, mm. but nothing is gonna make you invincible. And what happened with the with the with the people that came to see these brutes? You know that uh, they wanna be they they need this uh, rage this to 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 be brutal. They they need that. They they think yeah. that's the appropriate appropriate way of training. Yeah. And when they come to class. You don't see that in class. Okay, let's breathe, mm-hmm. and you see faces no? <laughs> like this. Right. Science, <laughs> sure. yeah. uh, and now train slow, and uh, they need the adrenaline. They need the punches because they don't believe that is the proper way of training. Sure, uh, and they get disappointed. So they yeah. you should leave. Yeah. And and the other group, the group that come with the with the mindset of the the chi and the key and all the whole spiritual aspect. Hmm. But they also want to be invincible. That's true. Uh, they they find that in Sistema you need a lot of biomechanics. Yeah. Uh, you need to understand a lot of principles. You hmm. need to sweat. You need to punch. You need to get punch. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, stress, emotion, emotional stress. Hmm. So they thought that they would just breathe and <laughs> and the energy would save them and no if you don't have biomechanics if you don't have proper uh structure if you don't have proper movement mm. if you are not able to take uh pain because you're gonna take pain i mean mm. yes you're gonna if you if you are not willing to understand that you are going to lose mm. you cannot do systema yes you are going to lose yeah definitely. yeah it's gonna happen it's gonna happen i mean I don't think I can beat all my students. No, uh-huh. couldn't fight my students outside my class because I don't know. They can <laughs> land a lucky, they can land a lucky strike, and I can, they can knock me, and I hit my head. Sure, <laughs> everyone can have a bad day, right? <laughs> or, or they are just better than me. Yeah, they, that they are in my class, and I, that that I can share with them some things I know. Doesn't make doesn't make me better than than them. I mean, I just know something that they don't, and they know sure. things that I don't in, in the arts they do because most people from that come to Sistema come from other martial arts. 
Sure. Because something new, and people mostly came from uh, Taekwondo, Aikido, Jiu Jitsu, Muay Thai. They all come from with martial arts background, so they know stuff. Yeah. You definitely. just show them, teach them other stuff. Yeah. Uh, and if they like it, they, they keep going. Sure. But they won't be invincible. Nobody's invincible. Age happens. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and, and, and that's uh, another aspect that is interesting in Sistema that, that, that I came to understand with Sistema is that because in other arts, when you study techniques, mm. uh, the idea is to become better in your technique. Yeah. Right? You have trained the same, the same technique for 20, 50 years, so mm. you make it better, you make it perfect. Mm. But with with a system, I came to understand that the the reason for training uh, is not perfection. Yeah, it's adaptation. Mm. Uh, because as you grow, as you grow older, um, your body is gonna change. Yeah. Okay? Uh, but also your psyche is gonna change. You don't think the same as when you're 20, when you're 40, when you're 70. I mean, your your mind changes. Yeah, and your system changes too. You cannot do the same if you are taekwondo. Yeah. You can do, you can't do the same kick that you did when you were twenty. When you are sixty-five, because you're gonna break your hip. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah. Uh, so when you train, uh, they think some people think that you have to train all your life to become proficient and be good mm. no you don't if, if you need a martial art to train all your life to be good then that martial art doesn't work mm. Mm. because uh, self-defense won't wait till you're ready yeah so it needs yeah needs some practice but cannot be uh, eternal mm. what makes it eternal for say something for saying something why you should train all your life is not to make it perfect but to change it, hmm. to change your art with you, there you you are gonna keep doing the things you can do. Yeah. But you're gonna stop doing things you can't. Hmm. So like you have to learn. You have to learn to be more efficient over time. Maybe yeah. make smaller movements or yes. less. Yes. And, and, yes. And, and, and I and I tell my students, you see in other martial arts, very old masters that they barely move and things happen. And everybody's impressed, and the kids want to do that. Mm. And I, and I, but he's not doing that because he's very good. Yeah. He's doing that because he's old and he cannot move. Sure. He, yeah. he, he needs to be so precise in his movement, in, in his movement yeah. not because he's so good, just yeah. because he can barely walk. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it is it, not smart for a 20 year old trying to do that. Yeah. Because you would be depriving your body of young movement. Yeah, Why? I guess you're, you're going to be old, so wait, <laughs> and it's yeah. going to happen yeah. if you keep training. Yeah. But if you train for 10 years from 15 to 25 yeah. and stop training and you want to use what you did those mm. 10 years when you are 50, yeah. it's not going to happen. Sure. <laughs> you, you're going to try to do it and you're going to break yourself because there's a lapse a lapse uh, of 30 years that you did nothing and you and your body only remembers what he did 30 sure. years ago yeah but I've, yeah I've, remember 
yeah. but to do it now he, it can do it <laughs> sure yeah and that's, and that's important i have a, a private um student uh henry he's, a, he's very dedicated he's great and he's actually just started coming to group classes but he's um you know he's in his uh he's in his 70s basically right so he's um you know, and he came after he had he was you know a strong guy he hasn't grown up with a lot of fear and you know kind of when he was younger and all that kind of stuff but he um had it like a an incident where he was um assaulted well somebody tried to assault him and he managed to like scare the guy off and stuff but it, it had been lots and lots of years since he was even faced with that and he suddenly realized that i don't have the body for this i can't run away anymore i can't you know yeah. the guy throws me on the ground my knees are shot my back is all stiff i'm, I'm yeah. gonna be in trouble so he he came to us to start training he's like i need to learn what i can't do and what i can do right. you know like to to reset his parameters so i think there's this acknowledgement in sistema and, uh, and another igor ponizov once said to me that uh you know, he was moving around very, very fast, doing a bunch of things and, you know, ducking under people's arms. And Vladimir said to him, you know, why are you trying to move this way? You know, you're, you're, you're trying to move like a 20 year old. He goes, move like yourself. You know, you don't feel like moving that much. You're just moving, you know, just to, to do the drill or something like that. He said, you should move like the age that you are. And, and so I, I guess that swings both ways. If you're an older person, you should acknowledge that you're older and you shouldn't try to do right. gymnastics and capoeira and flip all over the place to kick people in the head upside down. You should you know, acknowledge your shortcomings. But also, if you're a younger person, there's no point throwing that away. You shouldn't, you know, try to move like an use older your person. Use, yeah. use your stamina, use your use flexibility, you or, sure. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why are you trying to not move? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look like an old perfect master. If you get old and you keep training, you're going to yeah. get there. Sure. <laughs> and I guess it's good to keep that on the back burner. Like, so move like a young person, but also study the things that are going to help you when you get older. Right? So that you don't have right. to start training that when you're 60, when you've, when you've already run out of gas. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Your, your, your body, your psyche is going to adapt your, your system as, lo as long as you keep training. It's just going to because it's going to... I used to do that. Now I, I don't feel comfortable doing it. Yes, because your body is changing. Yeah. Now maybe you have a bigger belly. <laughs> maybe <laughs> now your knees now your knees are hurting. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's age. That's life. Yeah. And I think Sistema is very clear with that. I mean, it's it's one of the important things of Sistema. It, it doesn't try to impose techniques into a person that you have to do for your to for the rest of your of your life and perfect them yeah system ideas give you your own helps you develop your own abilities right and helps helps you understand that your abilities are going to change in time you have to change the way you work system right to your new abilities to your new body to your new psyche yeah it's better or worse it just how it should be makes perfect sense great bro <laughs> what is um so what, what are your hopes for sistema in peru where would you like to see it going would you like to see it being more widespread more people practicing sistema or um are you more focused right now just on the on the quality of what, of what you have i think that uh for me quality is, is more important mm. i think a sistema grows wider in in the world eventually quality is gonna it's gonna go down because it that just happens there will be always a group that would that will keep more quality yeah but there will be people that don't care quality they just care about having more students and sure it's not it's not a matter also of, of greed mm. maybe they sincerely think they are doing right and they want to share that with more people 
uh, quality may go down. I think mm. it's, it's going to happen. I guess it happens yeah. in most arts, right? And you see it in yeah, you Tai Chi, or you see it in everything. You know, that with each you know, as it spreads, more people do it for different reasons. And, yeah, it, you know, it happens mm. in everything. It happens. Yeah. It will happen in everything. Sure, definitely. So, so what's next for you? Are you uh, teaching seminars outside of Peru? Are you traveling around other places, or I, I've, I've taught seminars inside in other states, or we call it. Uh, Provincia here in, in Peru, uh-huh. in other cities in Peru. Yeah, uh, and that's it. Let's go. No, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so if people are uh, are coming to Peru or uh, in your area, maybe they're coming to do the whole Machu Picchu thing or <laughs> to climb some mountains and have some fun, and, and they want to come in and also find you if they're coming from outside of the country. Um, where would they find out about your classes and and your school online? Uh, they can. Uh, look at my webpage uh-huh. is Sistema Ruso uh-huh. CF from Combate Funcional sure. dot wix dot com slash Peru okay that's great and we can put that on the um, on the show notes so people hopefully can just click straight through from listening to the podcast and stuff yeah, there, and, they, yeah. there they can find all the all the information and, yeah. and all that yeah, and I'd highly recommend the blog page too. That's uh, that you pointed out. It's um, I, I read some of your articles that have come through Systema HQ before, but mm-hmm. I'd never taken the time to go to your site and read the blog. And there's a, there's a wealth of information there. Some really good articles, I think. So so thank you very much well, for providing that for the thank community. You. Thank you. Yeah. And I write better than I, than I speak. <laughs> when I write, I have time to correct. When I speak, I just <laughs> no. Well, my articles are, be- are better written than what I speak. <laughs> no, listen, well, you speak extraordinarily well, so I'm sh- the articles are fantastic. So it'll be uh, that'll be great. <laughs> well, thanks very much. I, I hope for, we can have you back on the podcast again sometime to to talk about some um, some more aspects of system. Sure. But but in sure. the meantime, in the time you like, and 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 I also and I and I want to thank you for considering me considering me for this, and I, and I want to thank uh, Valerie and, and Vladimir for. Uh, recommending me uh-huh. to you for for this for this interview so uh, I'm, I'm really happy this happened absolutely yeah me too brilliant and uh, let's do it again soon and wishing you all the best and and brighter things for Sistema in Peru okay thank you very much thanks for listening if you'd like to find out more about training at NC Sistema, you can visit us online at www.ncsistema.com. If you'd like to find out more about Sistema classes and seminars worldwide, please visit www.russianmartialart.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can share it with your friends online, you can support us and write a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, or you can support us directly via patreon.com with a monthly contribution of $2 or more. That's www.patreon.com slash ncsystema. Many thanks, good health, and see you in training.